Welcome to the Thrive Church weekly message. We hope you enjoy this podcast and we pray that it blesses you. For any information on this sermon or our other resources, visit thrivechurch.co.nz. Well, hi everybody. Thanks for all being here this morning. It's so good to have you here. Hey, um, just before I dive into this message, um, just during worship, I just felt um, God put on my heart the words, He is mighty to save. And I just think that this might be for one person or two people here today that you just really need to know that God is your Savior today. And I don't know what you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling like you're falling, but He is your Savior. And the cool thing is Jesus is the Savior of the world but he is your saviour today. And, you know, he's here to, to save us, yes, but to heal us, deliver us, and bring us complete wholeness and freedom. So just whoever that's for today, just know that Jesus is for you, and he is your saviour. I just want to start by sharing a story with you. And this story is about a man. He's probably in his 60s, and he'd been in this church, not this church, but a church in America, for about 38 years. And during that time, he sat um, under the pastor there, and the pastor shared many times about the importance of declaring blessing out. So anyway, this man, one day, um, he owns a rental um, company, like rental properties, and he had an oven that needed fixing, just needed a small wee part to be um, able to make it work again. So he went into the local appliance shop and went in, said hi to the owner and said what he needed and, and unfortunately they didn't have the part. So, you know, most of us at that moment, we probably would have gone, okay, bye, and headed on out to the next appliance shop, but not this person. He just spent a few minutes talking and, and just finding out a little bit about their business and then he said to the business owner, um, how's your business going? And this a business owner said, oh, it's slow, really, really slow. So this man proceeded to get ready to leave, walked out of the, about ready to walk out of the shop. But then he had one of those, you know, those moments where you get that kind of like that nudging in your spirit, like those Holy Spirit kind of thought, you know, maybe his heart started pounding a little bit, I don't know. But he had this good idea of, I could speak a blessing over this man's business. So that's what he did. He went to the man and said, you know, would it be okay if I blessed your business? And this man said, yes. So he prayed something like this. He said, the Lord bless your business with prosperity, with abundance and success in Jesus' name. That's all he did. Okay, then he walked out of the shop and about 10 days later, he went to this bigger company, some sort of big firm. And while he was there, he met the mother of the um, appliance store owner, you know, his mother. And she said to him, hey, do you know anything about somebody coming into my son's shop and speaking blessing over them? And he goes, yeah, that was me. And she said, well, you need to know what happened next. I'll just come to my notes because I want to get it right. So that same day she said that you spoke the blessing, a lady came into the store and she is the head of a large real estate company. And she told my son that they'd made the decision to give all their business to him. And this man said, wow. And she said, hang on, but wait, there's more. Later that same day, another man came in who owns 200 rental properties. And he said they were tired of dealing with the large discount stores and that they decided to bring all their appliance business to her son's store. And this mother was ecstatic. You know, and in the days after this blessing, actually a whole lot of checks came in um, to this appliance store owner and ones that he'd been waiting for for a long time as well. 
Now, I just love this testimony because it just shows God's heart, you know, his heart to bless, his heart of goodness. And it also shows the fact that love looks like something. It doesn't just, you know, it's not just like turning a blind eye and thinking, oh, I care in my heart, but not doing anything. It actually looks like something as simple as asking someone how they're doing or how their business is doing. And then as simple as just speaking blessing over them. And the other cool thing is this man who the story was about, he was just so blessed by the situation. I was watching, it was on YouTube actually, and he was just so excited about what God had done. And he just said, I can't wait to go and bless more people. So cool story. I just want to share a quote from Bill Johnson. With our speech, we design and alter our environment. Realities are created that didn't exist a moment earlier through simple proclamations. With this tool, we can build up or tear down, edify or discourage, give life or destroy it. The declared word has the capacity to resource earth with heaven's resources. Isn't that amazing? So, so cool. Right, we're going to do a wee exercise for a minute. Can we have the lights up just a little bit more so we can see each other? That would be good. So I'm going to tell you something. I'm just going to say a few words to you. And I want you just to have a wee think about um, the first word that comes to your mind when I say this. And just kind of be aware of the feelings that may come as well. And then I like a little bit of feedback. So put your hand up and tell me what you're thinking. Okay, so I'm just going to say just a couple of, couple of words. So the first word, uh, first phrase is building a house. I just have some feedback on the first thing that comes to your mind. Wood? Hard work? Anything else? Frustrating? Yeah. A- any good things? Good? Builder? What's that? Fun. Family. Oh, cool. Awesome. So you can see it invokes different things. Okay, what about this one? Warm scones covered in jam and cream. Yum? Yeah? I kind of think grandparents as well when I think of that, even though I like them too, but it reminds me of grandparents. Is it like nice feelings for you guys on that one? Okay, what about this one? An injection. Faint, yep. Yep, two people in the front row. That would be very true. Faint. Squeamish, yeah. Any, anything else? Lollipop, yeah. Jelly beans. Do you still do you get lollipops when you get an injection? Does your doctor do that? Oh, okay. Okay, what about this one? A nice warm hug. Like a nice cuddle. Oh, anything more than ah? Oh? Teddy bear, yeah, cool. Anything else? Love? Yep, security, comfort. <laughs> Did you hear that one? Oh gosh, I smell. Okay, as I spoke out these different words to you, you each maybe got a picture in your mind or a thought came to your head or you felt something. Is that true? Yeah? Okay, now before I said the word an injection, the words an injection, you were probably all just still thinking about those yummy scones that you wanted for lunch and or maybe you're thinking about the person next to you or something. But as soon as I said the word an injection other feelings just started creeping in and other thoughts, maybe memories of times gone past. In that moment, the words that I said altered how you were feeling and thinking. Is that true? Yeah? So this morning we're talking about the power of our words and specifically the power of blessing. Like we just talked about in that quote, with our speech we design and alter environments. 
So over the next couple of weeks, Glenn and I are going to be talking about the topic, Move in Blessing. And the reason for speaking on this, first of all, is because we just want to see you guys absolutely abundantly blessed in your life. First reason. Second reason is because we know that God is calling each one of us to be people that move in blessing, people that bless others. We are blessed to be a blessing. So it's our desire over these next couple of weeks, first of all, that we would understand the power of our words. Second, that we would know that God is speaking blessing over us and wants to keep doing that. And third, that we would declare blessing over other people. Next week, you want to be here. We're going to do something really special around the Father's blessing. So do whatever you can to be here. I just believe this is going to be a really healing time and there's just going to be amazing stuff out of this. So this ability to speak blessing, it's an incredible, powerful gift, kind of like a tool that we've been given, and it's one that we need to use. You know, we can't truly understand the power of blessing until we understand the power of spoken word. So first of all, let's just think back to the story of creation. So right back in Genesis 1, this is what the Bible says. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters and God said, let there be light. And we know what happened. Light came into existence. And the chapter, first chapter of Genesis goes on to say, and God said, and then it goes, and it was so. So when God speaks, something happens. Something that didn't exist before comes into being. With one word, life happens. And Isaiah 55 talks about the fact that when God speaks, his words don't return to him empty, but they accomplish everything that he desires. They accomplish every purpose for which he sent them. And there's just example of, after example right through the Bible of this happening, of God saying something and stuff happening. So God's words have power. They have the power to bring life. They have the power to bring hope and love and joy and all those good things to release freedom. And he promises that every word that he speaks will accomplish what he desires. So the first point today is that God's words are powerful. But you know what? Our words have power too. And the book of James talks a lot about this. It talks about our tongue being like a fire, that it only takes one spark to set a whole forest alight. And I was just remembering yesterday that um, actually it was, we were with Chris and Ruth and their family, Glenn and I and our family. Um, we were at Castle Hill back in 2015. And I think it was the second day that we were there. We were busy abseiling and rock climbing um, on the rocks here at Castle Hill. And we just kind of looked north and suddenly saw all this smoke kind of gathering and the smoke as we watched over the next few minutes, just keep getting more and more. And I think at some stage, Glenn and Chris went to investigate just to make sure everything was okay. And then we heard and saw helicopter after helicopter coming and light aircraft and that just with heaps of water just trying to douse this fire. And I think it went on for a few days, actually. And over 300 hectares were burned. Um, but it was found... Oh, we were almost evacuated, too. This is the exciting bit on the side there, but not... Um, it was found out um, that it probably started by the spark from a tractor. So one humongous fire happened from one spark. That's what James is talking about here. Our tongue is small, but it only takes one word to bring about a whole lot of destruction. 
So James chapter 3, verse 9 says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Now, I think most of us understand the power of those negative words because at some point in our lives, we would have been on the receiving end of it. Um, Maybe we've been bullied or just had harsh words spoken to us. Um, And if we have, we'll understand the fight that goes on just to not let those words pull us down, just to not let them kind of take um, root in our heart and make us feel really bad. Proverbs 18 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. I remember being at school, probably especially intermediate years, and like, it wasn't that many people. It was probably only two people actually thinking about it, but they'd quite often just call me goody-good or Miss Perfect or something like that. And So that might not sound that bad to you guys, but to me it just really brought a real shame around me about who I was, and it made me want to feel like I just wanted to hide. I definitely wanted to hide any marks that I got at school, but I just kind of wanted to withdraw and didn't really want to be me. Um, and I guess a lot of us will remember those kind of experiences where somebody said something to us and it's just been really painful and it's made us want to, to hide or feel shame. We know the wounding that can happen on the inside. You know, our words, like I said before, can design and alter environments for good or bad. And like James said, it's just not okay for us to speak words of life and goodness one minute and then speak words, negative words, words of destruction the next. It is so easy to speak harshly to someone when we're feeling angry at them, isn't it? And then to later regret it, Um, especially when our buttons have been pushed. It's just so easy to pull someone down. But like I say to my kids, we are better than that. You know, people around us, you know, maybe it's normal for others to speak negative or others to pull each other down. But as followers of Christ, we are called to more than that. We're called to speak life. Now, it's okay to be real with people. Yeah, we need to do that. But let's be people who choose to use our words for life. Let's make, like, you know, having a clean, a clean mouth, let's make that part of, part of life, part of our lifestyle. I think, you know, like I said before, we understand the power of negative words, but how much do we understand the power of positive words? Have you thought about that? If negative words can bring so much destruction and can kind of bring so much eh on the inside, how much more powerful are positive words? Now, actually, scientists actually have done studies on this, and there's this thing called quantum physics. Um, Some of you will know what that is. It's looking at the behavior and the nature of atoms and subatoms and things like that. They're actually discovering that all particles of energy respond to the spoken word. It's like, wow, that the substance from which our world is made is influenced and manifested by words. If you want to know more about that, just look up quantum, quantum physics or ask mum because she studied a lot about it too. So back to these positive words. Um, I was watching Aisha and Tristan at Swimming Sports on Thursday, and um, yes, I'm one of those parents who stands on the side like, go, Aisha, you can do it. Keep going. Come on. Or go to Tristan. Come on, Tristan. Come on, Tristan. Keep going. So, yeah, I was one of those parents. Yep. Okay. And I'm cheering the other kids on too, just so you know. Not not just all bias there. But I was loving watching their faces because obviously when you're swimming, you can stand at the end of their lane and just watch them. And so Tristan's doing breaststroke at this point. And um, when you're breaststroking, they're putting the head in and then coming up and looking straight at you as compared to freestyle like that. So he was watching me. 
And I could just see him smiling more as he was coming towards me. And I was thinking, oh, that's so cool. Go, Tristan. I'm actually, my words are encouraging him. They're helping him. But actually, Tristan told me later that he was almost laughing and that I was actually distracting him. And his story is that he slowed down at the end because of that. But anyway, note for self next time, maybe stand to the side, not directly in front. But you get the point, don't you? Encouraging. We love to encourage our kids and that sort of thing. And I've had so many people who have been amazing encouragers in my life. And there's a lot of you in this room today. Um, Mum and Dad and Glenn are some of the most incredible encouragers. But I want to mention another couple of people too. And it's very interesting how we ended up talking about this topic today and how somebody very special just happens to be in the room with us today. So Chris, this is about you and Ruth at the moment. Um, in my early tw- in my twenties and early thirties, um, I went through a bit of a messy time and just feeling really yuck on the inside. Really, um, self confidence was never very high for me, um, especially around that time for some reason. And in fact, the opposite, self doubt and self hatred kind of tended to feature a lot higher. But Chris and Ruth were just there continually, just speaking like positive stuff over me. They kept speaking life over me, and Chris especially just kept telling me that I could do it and keep calling me out into the things that um, God had for me. And I was thinking about this yesterday, that I don't think that I would be standing up here today preaching were it not for Chris and also for Glenn, just keeping on telling me that I could do it. So Chris and Ruth, you can pass this on to you. I just want to honour you for the way that you have continued just to bless us, continue just to speak life over us. And for not just seeing me as I was in that state, but seeing me as who God wanted me to be. So So second point today is that our words are powerful. You know, as our good father, God only has good things to say about us. Yes, he sees where we're at and he understands, but he's only got good words over us. He wants to tell us about who we're becoming. And his desire, just like I talked about what Chris did for me, is to call us out and to bless us. So back to the story of creation for a moment. Um, Genesis 1 verse 27. Look at this. So God created mankind in his own image. And that's males and females, just to make that clear. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And the next bit there, God blessed them. So after he had created them, the very first thing that the Bible records God doing for men is blessing them. I just think that's pretty cool. Also in Luke... The last thing that Luke records Jesus is doing before he went up to heaven is blessing the disciples. It says, when he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. So interesting. The first thing that Father God does does is to bless us. The last thing that Jesus did was to bless his disciples. So just a bit about the word blessing, like fun fact, anybody who likes numbers, the word bless, blessed, blessing, those words are used around about 400 times or over 400 times in the Bible. So I think that makes it a pretty important word. Now the Old Testament Hebrew word for blessing is barak, meaning to speak the intention of God. And in the New Testament, the Greek bless, um, word for blessing is eulogia, um, where we get the word eulogy which is speaking well of someone. 
So when God is speaking blessing over us, he is speaking well of us, and he is speaking his intentions over us. That's what his blessing is. So today, point number three, God moves in blessing. Genesis 12, there's a lot about blessing in Genesis. Once again, God is speaking his intention of blessing over Abraham. And now just hear this because this is for each one of us today. So just receive this. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So God is moving and blessing for each one of us. But also, my final point, we move in blessing. He blesses us, we bless others. You know, as people who have been made in God's image, that's every single one of us, being made in his image and as followers of Jesus, we're called to do exactly what he did. God blesses, we bless. He actually commands us to bless others. And I think this is something that somehow over the years, as followers of Jesus, I don't think we've, we've kind of like missed this or maybe missed understanding the power of it. And I just want to talk for a moment about the Jewish people, because God gave such clear instructions in the Old Testament around blessing. And Jewish people are really good at still blessing today. So a little bit about that. Um, I read a devotional a few years ago about the blessings that Jewish people speak, and so I looked into it a bit more. And apparently there's teaching around the fact that it's good to speak 100 blessings a day. So it's what some Jewish people are doing. It's a lot, eh? Now, I'm not suggesting that you need to do 100 times a day, but let's make this part of our lifestyle. And I think that's the thing to note. This is part of life, part of normal life for them. I think it's interesting to note, too, that Jewish people have become some of the world's greatest inventors, bankers, musicians, entertainers, and they've produced the most number of Nobel Prize winners. And I love this. Every Shabbat, that's every Sabbath, the father of the house places his hands on his children's head and blesses them. Every single Sabbath. Fantastic, hey? And they speak the numbers 26 blessing over them. All about them speaking well of their child and speaking God's intentions out over them. So exciting. And, you know, this is not only about us blessing others. This is about us blessing our environment, blessing the land, and blessing ourselves. And I read another really awesome story about um, a man. So he had really bad heart issues, and he'd had a bypass. But unfortunately, this bypass had also become blocked. So he decided that he would just bless his arteries. So for the next three months, he declared over them for them to be fearfully and wonderfully made. Then he went back to the doctor and, just want to get it right, it was found out that he had had, this is going to be mind-blowing, that he had had a miraculous new bypass. Amazing. Amazing. If you want to hear more stories like this, there's an incredible book called The Awesome Power of Blessing by Richard Brunton. So fantastic. Go God. And this is showing that incredible power of speaking blessings. Now, God's words are powerful. Like we said earlier, our words are powerful. God moves in blessing, and he's calling us to move in blessing. So let's be people that speak words of blessing. Let's be people that, that choose to do this. And let's dare to dream what could happen if we spoke blessing someone over someone in our community. What could the outcome be? And this morning as we close, there's a couple of things we're going to do. 
in a moment, I'm just going to speak the Numbers 26 blessing, like the Jewish um, words that are spoken. But first, we're going to take a moment with God. So just your own space, just close your eyes for a moment. I just want you to ask God a couple of things. So just focus on Him for a wee minute. And when I say ask God something and you're kind of thinking, well, what am I going to, what's going to happen? You might just get a thought that pops into your mind or you might get a picture of something or a feeling. That can be God speaking to you. So the first thing I just want you to ask is, God, what do you think about the way I talk? And then just ask him, God, is my speech life-giving or do my words do more harm than good? Do I need to clean up my speech? Then we're just going to pray a simple prayer together. And if that stuff just, you're feeling like a little bit like, oh yeah, actually I do need to watch the way I'm talking. If you can kind of just feel in your heart like you're agreeing with that, then just make this prayer your own as I pray it. Just a simple prayer. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you're here with us right now. Just thank you for your awesome power, your awesome presence. I thank you for your love for every single person here. I thank you that you don't condemn God, but you do want to lead us into freedom and into victory. So God, in the area of our speech, we just say help. We just surrender this area of our lives to you. God, we want to be people that speak words of life, that speak your intentions over ourselves and over others. Holy Spirit, would you just come and heal us on the inside? And would you just let us see ourselves and others as you see us? Holy Spirit, guard our mouths. In Jesus' name. If we could just stand together, I just want to speak this blessing over you. Actually, can we have the lights back up just for a minute because I want to be able to see people. So as we just speak, as I speak this Numbers 26 blessing over you, it's not very long, it's just short, but I just want you to just kind of take that posture. And when I say posture, kind of like in your heart, that place of receiving, that this is God's intentions for you, that He wants this for you. He's good over you today. May God bless you and guard you. May the light of God shine upon you and may God be gracious to you. May the presence of God be with you and may He give you peace. In Jesus' name.